0: The Morning Show Podcast, a daily dose of audio to make your day a little better.
1: If you like weird collaborations and limited edition things, just wait for what I'm going to tell you in nerd news today.
0: And if you wake up in a pool of sweat like I do, I've got the fix for you today and what's trending.
1: Welcome to The Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony.
0: I'm Carla Marie, and today is Thursday, May 26th, 2022. The Core Four, the four headlines you need to know. It's time to officially say goodbye to murder hornets. Yeah, they still exist. Scientists will set 1,000 traps to wipe out the Asian giant hornet here in Washington State. They were first detected in 2019, and although the situation has improved, there is more that needs to be done. Murder hornets are super invasive and have the ability to kill other bees, which we need to pollinate our crops, among many other things. The murder hornet sting is very painful. And if a human is stung more than once, it can result in death. Last year, scientists were able to eradicate three nests in Blaine, Washington, which is super close to the Canadian border. And there have been no confirmed reports of their nests this year. The Washington State Department of Agriculture has launched a program called Adopt a Wasp in order to help monitor murder hornet activity. Washington residents are encouraged to visit a website which gives you the location of paper wasp nests. That's the nests of paper wasps. And as an adopter, you'll monitor the nests weekly from June to October to see if they're visited by hornets and then record the information online. I don't know if I really want to sign up for this or if I want to run away from these nests.
1: I'm going to steer clear from bees and wasps and murder hornets.
0: Well, if you're in Washington and you want to adopt a WASP, I will put the link in the description of this episode.
1: One day after a legally armed 18-year-old walked into Rob Elementary and murdered 19 small children and two adults, more information is coming out about the incident. If you listened to the Morning Show podcast yesterday, I had said the shooter had killed his own grandmother before heading to the school. News reports coming out today out of Texas say the grandmother was shot but is still alive and recovering in a hospital. Reports also state the teenage shooter engaged school security and law enforcement before barricading himself in a classroom and taking aim at the teacher and fourth graders in the room. There are conflicting reports, though, as to whether or not gunfire was actually exchanged before he entered the school. The length of the shooting rampage is said to be around 40 minutes. During that time, some of the parents who heard about the shooting were, raced to the school and urged law enforcement to enter the building with some parents claiming law enforcement was unprepared and slow to act. When Border Patrol officers arrived on the scene, they had trouble getting into the barricaded classroom with the shooter and needed a staff member to unlock the door before engaging with and killing the shooter. It's also being reported that the shooter purchased two AR rifles legally last week just after his 18th birthday. He brought one into the school and one was left in the car he crashed nearby. The shooter had no criminal record as well as no evidence of mental health issues before Tuesday's massacre. He did, however, send Facebook messages about his plans shortly before the massacre took place. Unfortunately, those messages were not read until after the shooting. So far, the casualties reported have been at least 17 injured with some still in serious condition and 21 dead of the human lives that were lost. Two were teachers. The remaining lives belonged to children believed to be just nine or 10 years old. Adding to the heartbreak today would have been the last day of school before summer recess for all of those children in Uvalde, Texas.
0: It might be time to pack your bags and move to one of these places. The list of best states to live for millennials has been released by WalletHub. Their goal was to figure out the most appealing places to live for current 26 to 41-year-olds by looking at metrics like affordability, education, health, quality of life, economic health, and civic engagement. Here are the top three states. Coming in at number three, Massachusetts. Coming in at number two, Washington, D.C., which obviously, you know, isn't a state, but it's number two. And they were ranked number one in the quality of life category. And the number one state to live for millennials is Washington State. And that makes me happy because I don't have to move anywhere.
1: Yeah, but we still got those murder hornets.
0: Oh, we do have the murder hornets. And on the flip side, here are the bottom three states to live for millennials. New Mexico, West Virginia... And coming in as the absolute last state you'd want to live as a millennial, Mississippi.
1: Bad news for the southeastern part of the country or anyone looking to vacation there this summer. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, which for the rest of this story we'll call the NOAA, released their predictions for hurricane season yesterday, and it ain't pretty. Typically, Hurricane season starts around June 1st and has about 14 storms, which are strong enough to be named. This year, however, the NOAA is predicting close to 20 named storms, with almost half of them being strong enough to be considered hurricanes. Among those storms that are strong enough to be hurricanes, they expect three to six of those to be of the category three variety. Now, that's a lot of info, but it basically breaks down like this. Not only has climate change made the air and water warmer, which makes hurricanes more likely, there's also something called a loop current that is bringing warmer water north much earlier than normal, making hurricane conditions even worse. Or better, I guess, if you are a hurricane. But on a serious note, the current conditions have been compared to the hurricane season in 2005, which saw hurricanes Katrina... Wilma and Rita rip through the Gulf Coast, taking thousands of lives and causing massive damage.
0: Good news, guys. A quick reminder, it's not all doom and gloom. Here's today's hope for humanity. It's pretty cool living during a time where we don't have to buy everything we can rent it. And the best part about that is we don't have junk in our lives and we're saving things from eventually going to landfills. A few weeks ago, I talked about how I rent my clothes using Newly, especially when going to events because that outfit normally only gets worn once. Well, EcoWatch put out a list of all the categories you can rent from rather than buying with several options in each category. So formal wear is up there. Then there's camping and outdoor gear. Because how many times are you going camping? Why not rent the tent once and see if you really like it? True. There's also books and textbooks, power tools, and lawnmowers. But my favorite thing that is on there is that you can rent goats to help mow your lawn for you oh we could do that here yeah we can rent goats and let them eat our grass
1: there isn't even that much we just need a goat for like i don't know an hour
0: so how like that is the best hope for humanity you're renting something and you're feeding an animal
1: what is the grass removal to hour rate for like a goat how long does it I don't, take i don't know i should probably look into
0: that i wonder if it's to clean up their poop though Probably. Yeah, probably. And these are just baby steps to take when you're trying to not buy things all the time and rent. So I put the list in the description of this episode and you can check it out.
1: I know you've heard me say it before, but we've got a newsletter and it really is the best way to make sure you don't miss out on any of the cool things we've got going on. Social media is great and all, but cutting through the algorithm is like a full time job. I know I miss posts from some of my favorite accounts on Instagram that I follow and I want to see their stuff. So to remedy all of that nonsense, the best thing to do is sign up for our newsletter. The link is in the description of this podcast episode. And if for some reason that doesn't work, you can email us directly by sending a message to hello at Carla We've got two pretty big announcements coming up. One will be our new You Look Great brand launch and the other I can't tell you about yet, but it is really exciting. And like this podcast, it could make your day a lot better. So don't forget to add it to your to-do list today. Sign up for the Carla Marie and Anthony newsletter.
0: Let's play Cover Lovers. All the songs you know and love, but different.
1: So today for Cover Lovers, we've got some piano covers done by a YouTube artist called The Theorist. He's got an incredible page where he does a bunch of piano covers. Okay. Uh, But before we get into the songs, we need to learn who our guests are, Carla Marie.
0: Yes. Coming to us from Baltimore, Maryland, we have former co-workers. First up is Matt. Good morning, Matt.
2: Good morning. Good morning.
0: And Matt has challenged James. Good morning, James.
2: Good morning.
0: Okay. So are you guys musical geniuses? Like who is going to win today? What do you guys think?
2: I I think I'm going to win because (laughs) we fought over the music on our carpools back in the day. So, you know, we're both music fans. We're both general music fans. Anything you throw at us, I think it could do. James is a karaoke Oh, (laughs) I'm a karaoke enthusiast.
0: James, (laughs) what is your go-to karaoke song?
2: Ooh, my go-to is probably either Eminem, Lose Yourself, or Jay-Z, Linkin Park, Numb Encore. Wow. Wow,
1: okay.
0: Tense karaoke song. Well, these songs
1: songs are all over the place. We're going to cover a couple different genres, different artists, obviously. Carla Marie, who is going first?
0: Uh, Matt will go first.
1: All right, Matt, here is your first cover lover's clue. Got it. Okay, what do you got?
2: Bruno Mars, that's what I like.
1: Two points. Well done. I was happy you were gonna get that. Now we are going to move over to James's part of round one. James, here is your cover lover's clue. I don't know. Nothing. You have no guess at all.
0: Are you messing with uh, us?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm blanking. I'm sorry. Wow. The karaoke <laughs> king. James, we have to give you the buzzer. Okay. Nice.
0: <sighs> it's official. The, kara- the karaoke
1: king <laughs> <That's> misses <awesome. laughs> out in round one. So since you got zero points, it moves back over to Matt. And Matt, you can steal these points if you know the correct title and or artist.
2: I'm a little shaky on the artist, but I think I got the title is Wonderwall. By Semisonic.
1: One point because it is "Wonderwall" by Oasis. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I should have had that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's like anyway, the, the biggest song. I was gonna karaoke song. Great karaoke song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All
1: right, moving into round two, and of course, these clues are going to get harder as we go, which seems to be good news for Matt and bad, <laughs> n- bad news for James. Matt, your round two clue.
2: I got it. What uh, is it? Sucker by Jonas
1: Brothers. <laughs> two <laughs> points. Oh, oh, man. I saw I saw Matt jamming out while yeah. he was listening to his clue. I like that one. Uh, this is James c 100
2: Elvis Duran show plays in. <laughs> yeah. James,
1: you're still in the game, but you're gonna okay. wanna you're gonna want to get a point or two here to stay in the game. Okay, I'm ready. Whew. Here is your cover lovers clue for round two. Oh, man, I need a little bit more to hear. Uh. <laughs> I mean, we gave you we gave you 15 seconds.
2: I know, I know, but it was like with like the beats, and then like I, I think like the lyrics were involved. I was like, oh, it wasn't you quite.
0: Got to have um, something. I know, I have faith.
2: Um. uh
1: Oh man, just hit the buzzer! Oh there. wow.
2: <laughs> well, I Matt, these
1: piano covers. We shouldn't have done this one, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt I can steal the points here.
2: I'm I'm surprised because it plays into his name. Post Malone, Better Now.
1: Two points. You probably think that you are better now, better
0: now. Oh, I, James, your last name is Malone.
1: It is, yeah. It is. You wow, go. you yeah. didn't even know your cousin's own song. <laughs> That's...
0: Matt has seven and James has zero.
1: <laughs> wow, so we don't even actually have to get into oh, no. round three, but but You're we so are fun. going to. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he can't be the there's only one person to ever get zero in a game.
1: Well, the pressure is on. You can join that illustrious list of people who've gotten zero or you can get your point to close out this game. But first, we're going to go over to Matt for his part of round three. Matt, here is your cover lover's clue.
2: get it to the very end there I think. I don't know the artist maybe I'm a little shaky but Savage Love by Jason Derulo. <laughs>
1: two points. Savage Love. There's some <laughs> Matt, the <laughs> musical genius oh today. God. A very shaky nine points. How many points. times do you listen to piano covers? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the interesting thing. Now we have two things on the line right now as we get into the last clue. The lowest score we ever had was 0 points. I believe that was Claire in Olympia. Yeah, shout out Claire. Shout out to Claire, love her. The highest amount of points we've had was Elliot from the Elliot and Nina show. He had 10 points. Now, we can actually knock out new <laughs> records in both. James, if you get 0 points, not only do oh, you man, join the the, the list of people who have gotten 0 points, but you give Matt the chance To be the highest point getter ever. Oh, my God. On the Morning Show podcast. (laughs) Yeah. James, here is your cover lover's clue. I have no idea. Oh, oh no. Man. Yeah.
0: Just like that.
1: Well, one more person. Damn. On the list of people who have gotten zero points. Okay. That list went from 1 to 2. It doubled up today. All right. Now Matt.
2: Let's see. Oh my gosh. I don't even I don't even know the words, but it's going to come to me as soon as you play
1: it. Go ahead. Well, Sorry. the song was positions by Ariana Grande. So you hear it now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hear it. Yeah. But... Wow.
0: <laughs> James, how do you feel about uh, losing? <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, hey, it happens.
1: Hey, but next time, l- let's not do the piano cover. <laughs> okay. All right, we will bring you back. Two second tune rematch. Okay. You know what we should do? We should actually have James, <laughs> James and Claire. And, Claire. And, and one of them will have to score a point. <laughs> well, no. And I that, should go against no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, nerds. Nerd News. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. So Nerd News is where we tell you, like, the biggest stories that kind of are the weirdest stories at the same time. And if you are listening to this early enough today, on Thursday, May 26th, you might be able to get your hands on one of the rarest collaborations of the year. What is it? Now, the Oreo cookie has been no stranger to collaborations from Pokemon to Lady Gaga. The famous cookie has had some pretty epic partnerships. But today, Oreo and Ritz crackers are launching a mashup of the famous cookies in limited quantities. I don't I don't like it. They'll launch at noon on the East Coast, so 9 o'clock here on the West Coast, and you can go to Oreo.com slash Ritz for a chance to get your own pack. All you'll have to do, if you're lucky enough to snag one, is pay for shipping. The cookie will have a Ritz cracker on one side, followed by peanut butter Oreo filling, then regular Oreo cream filling, and capped with an Oreo cookie. The companies claim it'll give fans of the cookies a sweet and savory chocolate and peanut butter taste.
0: I mean... I like it. However, I can't have peanut butter.
1: Oh, but it's peanut butter filling. It's like flavored peanut butter.
0: Okay, there's still peanuts.
1: Maybe. If you happen to get a pack, feel free to send one cookie to me so I can try it out. Again, it's Oreo.com slash Ritz if you have time to do it.
0: It may not be important, but we're all talking about it.
1: Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So
0: in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. Fans of Adele are off so if you remember back in january adele canceled her las vegas residency before the inaugural show because omicron had been surging during that time yep and she canceled it 24 hours before the first show as fans had already flown into vegas to watch her and now four months later do you know how many shows she's done no, none. She has done none. She hasn't restarted her residency oh, wow. at all. And the crazy part is the residency was only supposed to be 12 weeks. It would have been over with by now. And fans are really angry because they have no update. So they started to take to Twitter, tag her. And most of them are saying now they're going to ask for their refund, which they weren't doing because they really wanted to see her. No one knows what's going on, but she's kind of ghosted all of them.
1: And in more canceled Las Vegas residency news, but this one for a completely different reason, Aerosmith has had to cancel their first two months of their Las Vegas residency because their lead singer, Steven Tyler, has voluntarily checked himself into a rehab facility. Now, Tyler had been pretty open about his struggles with drug addiction in the past, and according to a statement from the band, after having foot surgery to get ready to do all their shows this summer, Steven Tyler had to use painkillers during his recovery, which then caused him to relapse. Thankfully, the lead singer was able to get a handle on the situation and check himself into a rehab facility to focus on his recovery and health.
0: What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. We're officially in that time of year, that dreaded time of year for all of my fellow hot sleepers. I want to know mm. what it is about falling asleep that automatically turns my body into a furnace. Well, I just found a cooling blanket that's great for at home or traveling. So if you've got some hotels you're going to be hitting up this year, it's easy to pack and take with you anywhere. And it's made with natural bamboo fibers that are actually cool to the touch. It's called the Amy Homie Blanket. Comes in a few colors, but I put the direct link in the
1: description of this episode.
0: The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony.
1: I'm going to put this challenge out there. If you think you could do better than Matt did today in any of our games, whether it's Cover Lovers or Two Second Tunes, which we will play tomorrow. Yeah. Make sure you sign up. Well, to play our games.
0: Also, if you think you could do better than James did today, make sure you sign up to play any of our games. Well, that's not
1: difficult. So, yeah, he got zero. So
0: make sure you sign up. It's fun. We promise.
1: But as always, thank you very much for spending some time with us this Thursday morning. We appreciate you. And thank you to Lauren Ray, Jason Burrows and Mike Meredith, who have helped make this podcast possible.